Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a certified sex coach and clinical sexologist based in Kansas City, and I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy good conversation about love, heartache, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over and probably listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. It's Masturbation Month. In fact, it's International Masturbation Month. It's not just National Masturbation Month anymore. May is officially my favorite month as a sexologist. And this month for my Masturbation Month episode, I was joined by Kaya Blackstone. She founded her very own company that is focused on pleasure and sexual health and wellness. Kaya is a pleasure activist who believes that pleasure is a key component of a wholehearted life. A woman after my own heart. After noticing a gap in the market for intimate wellness products that focused on both self-pleasure and catered to BIPOC women, Kaya founded Solo. This brand, Solo, creates all-natural, sustainable intimate wellness products that are specifically created for self-pleasure. Kaya was so passionate about Solo, she quit her corporate gig and moved to Berlin. Check the show notes where you can find her social media links as well as a link to join the presale for a bottle of Glow Intimacy Oil Formula Number 1. I hope I got that right. And you can use the code OPEN15 for a little discount there. Thank you for that, Kaya. We talked about self-pleasure, of course. I mean, come on. (laughs) That was the main topic at hand. And we also talked about moving abroad, especially as a a single woman and an entrepreneur, and why CBD is a great product for intimacy oils. Also check the show notes to find the link to my May column in the pitch. If you listened to my last episode, I used portions of my interview with Dr. Chelsea Potts to write my column about sex and neurodivergency. Thank you so much for being a listener. Thank you also if you happen to be a reader of my column Your consumption of my content is always much appreciated. All right, let's get right to it. I'm going to keep this introduction short and sweet for this episode. Mostly because I have like six episodes I need to edit. I'm just, I'm behind y'all. I admit it. I'm sorry. But I do have some really exciting episodes coming forth. So stay tuned. I am happy to welcome Kaya Blackstone to the show. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> All the way from Germany. Yes, I, it's afternoon right now. I'm, I live in Berlin, Germany. So I don't know, it's like a little bit after four over here. You can see like nice afternoon light coming into my living room. Very happy to be yeah, here. Beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful light. Beautiful. Second, <laughs> second guest in a row that I'm interviewing from Germany, actually. No. Oh, you know what? That's actually not surprising. It's a very sex positive city and a very open city. I think it's the best city to start a intimate wellness brand. At least that's what we're calling them these days. Yeah. <laughs> that's like what we do. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of your brand, that is why you are here today. The Those who are watching yeah. can see your brand name behind you, but you are the yes, founder of Solo, which is... Solo, you are all about solo sex and your product is something that helps with that. So, and pleasure, pleasure. Yes. So tell pleasure. me more about pleasure. 
Solo. Okay, so Solo is an intimate wellness brand. Uh, we create intimate care self-pleasure products for women and people with vulvas. Our inaugural product is Glow Intimacy Yule Formula Number One. I have the bottle right here. So pretty, see, it's like really beautiful. So um, and it is a all natural CBD infused intimacy oil that is used for a multitude of things, but you can use it as for self-massage, it's for stimulation, it's a moisturizer. We started with an intimacy oil intentionally in the beginning because we wanted a multifunctional product that we felt could provide a very luxurious and pleasurable experience. I think in many ways, people have an idea of what self-pleasure is, what solo sex is, and what we want to do is create tools that are all natural tools to expand the mind and also deepen the practice um, and then connection with themselves. So yeah, and pleasure is super important for us as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So, you know, while my tagline that I use is exercise, meditate, masturbate, I really, I've been trying to make a conscientious effort to not say masturbate as much when I'm just yeah. talking about it as a practice with my clients or even with my friends. For sure. Um, you know, I think that solo sex, self-pleasure, things like that, mm -hmm. just, yeah, they have a better reign to it. I mean, masturbation, the Latin root of it basically means like harming oneself. <laughs> right yeah and we're not harming ourselves yeah. when we touch ourselves, we are harming we ourselves. ourselves. It's, it's it's super healthy for you and you know i also think it kind of it also indicates a penis and maleness you know or a penis or you know if you have a, a, a male with a penis you know so i think that like that type of uh we, we want to remove that from this conversation i mean it, it might i remember when i when i first started solo many people would say, well, why don't you make products for men, you know, or people with penises? And I would just be like, this is not about them. Like, this is really about us. It is, we have, there's historical reasons for this. And there is a reason why, you know, masturbation, self-harm, you know, this, there's a lot of taboo-ness around the subject. And I do think it's kind of like connected definitely with uh, maleness or penises, <laughs> I will say, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then that's something even as a sexologist that I talk about is mm -hmm. little boys figure out that okay, they've got an appendage between their legs very, very early. Oh, like for it's, sure. it's just there. Very early. <laughs> it's hard yeah, to avoid. Yeah, they can't stop that. Yeah. Vulva owners, it takes a bit more exploration um, mm -hmm. and some, some guidance and direction um, to understand sure. more about their own bodies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Boys just have to explore. They do. They do just naturally explore. And I, and I would argue that girls do as well. But I think that there is a sense of because it's not out there, they don't discover it as early. So you have when you have like one or two year old boys, like kind of touching themselves and they aren't touching themselves in the same way adults touch themselves. Right. It's kind of like we are beings that are made for pleasure. Um, and so body exploration is a part of that. It's a part of growing up. And I think that there's been um, a shroud around this that is completely negative, but really it's like super natural for you and really, really good for you. And we can, I, I would love to talk to you later about the importance of the clitoris and how the clitoris literally is just there for pleasure. That is it. It's all it does. It's so pretty. <laughs> we having these 3D models. I love it. I like, I, I'm going to start collecting them, you know, or like make out of a, um, a, a friend of a friend here in Berlin and she, her, her partner created like a, a, a gold one for her 
she has she wears it on her neck she's a gynecologist and I think it's like I was like this is amazing a gynecologist too wearing one because that's just no gynecologist has ever talked to me about my clitoris or about pleasure or asked me about my sex life other than if I was in pain exactly 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 also, again, being in Germany, but yeah, I, I've told my husband, I want all the clitoris jewelry. I want a necklace. I want earrings. I want like magic wand I earrings. I, I wore my naked lady earrings for you today. Oh, I love that. This is from oh a local goodness. artist. Can I, can, I, I think they're so, so beautiful. I can give you a little inside baseball. We're eyeing a couple of like artists who we really want to feature some of their naked lady um, candles on, in our in our store. Because I think they're so beauty, beautiful and the female body is so beautiful. And like, you know, part of our brand is really to create this self-reflective space where, you know, you can honor yourself. It's a beautiful thing. No matter what shape you are, it's all beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That is something that, oh, okay. So I kind of got my start. Yeah. Long before I was a sexologist, I was a weight loss coach. Mm-hmm. And one oh, of my favorite parts was talking to women at first about how they didn't want to get undressed with the lights on. Um, They didn't like what they saw in the mirror or they wouldn't even Mm -hmm. look at themselves naked in the Mm -hmm. mirror. And Mm -hmm. then over time, helping them turn inwards, you know, it wasn't, we were trying to teach them that whole time that you can't wait until the scale says what you want it to say, or your clothes fit the way you want it to fit to embrace yourself. Like if you wait that long, it's not going to feel as good. You've got to learn to just love yourself and embrace what you've got right now. Enjoy the mm-hmm. journey. Learn to at least, yes. you can't convince yourself to love this body that you are currently in. At least learn mm-hmm. to be neutral towards it. Because if you go from, Ooh, interesting. it's hard to go from really negative about your body to really yeah. positive yeah. about it. Yeah. You can go from negative yeah. to neutral. Mm-hmm. And, is surrounding myself with earrings like this, where they're, you know, it's a mm-hmm. kind of a, the full figured lady on my earring. I've got little statuettes mm-hmm. in my office of plumper bodies and yeah. you know, voluptuous figures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was an essential part of helping me in, in my life through body to, you know, accept my body, love my body mm-hmm. as it is. Because I was far less judgmental towards other people's bodies than I ever was towards my own. I'm always our own critic. So I think that having things like that, like little candles that are naked people or art Mm -hmm. of fuller figured people, like all bodies, shapes, and sizes, having that in your view is actually really, really helpful to simply being neutral towards bodies. Absolutely. And you know what, this is an interesting fact about living in Germany that we don't have in the United States. So just to be clear, I moved from the U.S. I am not German. Um, I moved from New York City, uh, Fort Greene, Brooklyn in particular. And uh, what we what we have in Germany, we have things called FKK beaches. And so these are beaches where people are nude. And it is not a thing. When I say it's not a big thing, like it's no one cares, no one's eyeing you, no one's you feel completely comfortable. And you see so many different body types. And when I first went to that first FKK beach, it's a beautiful one, like located in the middle of the Grunewald forest, like an old glacier, like a glacier lake. I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. I realized I hadn't seen that many aging bodies. So you have women and, you know, folks with vulvas and 
people with penises and men who are older. They're like in their 60s, their 70s, their 80s. Like you just never see bodies age. And it makes you feel so, um, so, so much more care for your own body because you see the differences. And then you see the intimacy too. So you have older couples who are completely naked and are hanging out with each other and they're maybe touching a hand or nothing untoward toward is happening. And there's something very warming about that. It's like, oh, this is just how your body ages. You're still a sexual person. You're still a beautiful person. You're still connected, you know, to another human being. Like you don't die after menopause or whatever, right? Like life goes on and pleasure can still be experienced. And that has been a genuine gift to living in Germany, starting a intimate wellness brand in Germany, um, a place that is not really afraid of bodies. Where in the US, we're a little bit more covered. Like you never, never, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, here in the US, we still yeah. have people freaking out about the fact that Walmart has vibrators for sale. And oh, oh my yeah, God, sure. kid boy, see the. <laughs> <sighs> Ah, that's a whole other issue. Yeah, but the, I know, the, I know. The I, same thing, Target's investing in it though also. Target, I mean, people mm -hmm. are coming around. I know for other brands, we have Dame that is also now in Target, going into Target. Bloomy, who I am such a huge fan of uh, their their founder, uh, uh, Rebecca Alvarez Story. And believe you me, like the way I look at this thing is that there's enough abundance on the table for all of us. I am not someone who has this sense of like, oh, well, it, I want it to only be solo. I'm just like, whoever creates tools for you to connect with yourself and experience pleasure, go for it. Like, I want her to win. I want Dave to win. I want us to win. I want all of us to win. Like, it's just my approach yeah. to this. It's like good work to be done. More pies. We don't need to worry about just getting a small ship. Oh, 100%. Just more pies. And every pie is different. And then you get to find the pie you love the most, you know, like it is. And, and I, I think that you would understand this a lot too, because, because you work in such an intimate space with, you know, and I think that it's, I, I wonder who is attracted to you, like who's coming to you, what type of person is saying, Hey, I want to hear what Kristen has to say, you know? I get a lot of the people who grew up with religious indoctrination, you know, and they've mm -hmm, deconstructed mm -hmm. their faith. I get a lot of yeah. people who struggle with releasing messages of the past, even if their parents weren't mm -hmm. heavy, heavy duty Christians, you know, the evangelicals, yeah. the you know, things yeah. like that, but they, their parents still grew up in America. Their parents still yeah. had conservative mm -hmm. leaning values that mm -hmm. were generationally mm -hmm. passed down and mm -hmm. that included things like touching yourself is dirty experiencing yeah. pleasure is not really a thing for yeah. women you're just supposed yeah. to be doing your wifely duties exactly. for your husband. yeah um, yeah yeah and um or i get a lot of the guys who they just don't want to be creeps they're single now you know, like mm. either they're post-divorce or maybe they've just yeah. not found somebody to commit to long-term and they're out mm. in the dating world and yeah, they mm -hmm. don't, they just don't, I just don't want to be a creep is a thing I hear all the time, which I'm always like, I the mean, fact that you're aware and you know, you yeah, just don't want to be creep, not the creep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. But I, when I'm working with people who 
are especially mm-hmm. in coupleships where they have low libido, where there's a difference in their libido. Mm-hmm. And typically mm-hmm. the vulva owner is the one who mm-hmm. doesn't want it as often. That's not always yeah. the case, but typically. Yeah. And when I really start mm-hmm. digging down into it, I find that they are so disconnected from their bodies. They they don't have a solo sex practice. Yes. They're either... Yes, yes. A lot of times they get into this mindset that if they were to participate in a solo sex practice, that it would leave less pleasure or leave less drive for them to then participate in wow. coupled playtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It has the opposite effect. It has the exact yeah, opposite yeah. effect. Now, yeah, it's like, no, those, no. Yeah, yeah. Get those juicy neurotransmitters flowing through your system, and then you're going to want it more often. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, this is good for you as a couple. And actually, this, is, this has been a conversation. I mean, I've had so many conversations about self-pleasure, solo play, solo, like all these things, and especially the questions that come from people who are partnered with men. Um, where I've had male friends who said, well, why aren't you doing something for couples? And don't you think, I don't know, my wife, I don't want her to do this by herself. Or I should like, you don't have to be inserted into everything. Like right. it's important for her to have her own space to explore. And um, I, I, I found it to be, I think, I think there might be an education gap, but I don't know if you find this as well, like it's like how we can go back to um, sex education, how we talk about sex education and mm-hmm. schools, um, how we talk about pleasure in schools. I don't even think pleasure is mentioned at all, to be honest, in any sort of sexual no. education no. context, you know? Doubtful, at least not in this state. I mean, maybe in some more progressive I, states that have actual possibly. genuine sex education programs like Colorado. Yeah. but. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't even, I'm holding up my 3D model of my clitoris for those listening. Love this it. wasn't even mapped properly until 2009. 1998. 98 was the first time it was it's, really mapped? 98 was the first time it was really mapped. 2005 was the 3D. And was what was 2009? What was 2009? Maybe it was 2005, was I like, was thinking, when this was like. The yeah, 2005. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's like the finally the 3D. They did, they did um, an MRI of the clitoris. 2005. This is the 21st century. It says everything you need to understand about the importance of anatomy <laughs> for, 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 you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, and, Absolutely and, crazy. and as you say about pleasure, there's mm-hmm. such yeah. little education about pleasure. And yeah. Yeah. a lot of people obviously yeah. turn to pornography or other things to try to understand mm-hmm what pleasure means or what could bring pleasure oh, wow. to a partner mm-hmm. rather than simply checking out their own bodies, asking questions, doing like a a couple's like pleasure session where you just practice Mm -hmm. touching each other, that it's not actually about Mm -hmm. intercourse or orgasms. It's just about touch and testing things out. And yeah. So your product. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Back to my product. Yeah. Yes. Back to your product. I think about how, you know, me telling someone just, you know, touch yourself. Okay. That's, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But I have also talked about a practice of, you know, either using like a lotion or an oil or things like that Mm -hmm. and starting at your Mm -hmm. toes and like touching every inch of your body, not, not just to get hydration into your skin, but to experience the touch. Yeah. So solo can be that product that you put 
on your vulva and then explore that area. So you also infused it with CBD. Um, we, we infuse it with CBD. And I, and I should note that it's not only for vulva massage, like or vulva stimulation, like you can really use it all over your body because, because of it's, it's an all natural product. Um, and we do, we had, a, there's a, a wonderful sex doula slash uh, boudoir photographer who she's a fan of soul. It's like her favorite in, um, of glow intimacy oil formula. Number one, guys, I should also say it's glow intimacy oil formula. Number one is the actual brand name. Solo is the name of the company, but, um, but, the, but the, I will say this, like it is the longest name known to man. And when we were naming it, I don't think I, like we realized that cause we're doing multiple formulas, which is why this is formula number one, we're going to do formula number two, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, um, so we have, uh, she, she does, she, she had a, a retreat where a massage therapist actually went and, and, and taught people how to do hand massages with it as a way to start connecting. So the same way you're connecting, going from the toes all the way up, she started with the, the digits and just being like really intentional about massaging and moisturizing your hand and closing your eyes and breathing deeply because we really, it is kind of about creating a pleasure map. You know, if you have had an idea, pleasure has nothing that has been modeled for you and pleasure does not necessarily mean sexual pleasure. We all know that, right? It's like, when was the last time you bit into a piece of food that was amazing and you closed your eyes and you mm. ate, you chewed it slowly and you tasted everything with your tongue or you, you, you stopped and like smelt flowers or intentionally walked down the street. Like it's spring now, so all the trees are flowering. The other day I saw tree flowers are gorgeous. They're beautiful. And it's something that you may not notice, but that is all about experiencing the pleasure of life, you know, the pleasure of just being alive. This is the gift of it. This is our gift. And so we know that the brain is, we, we call that, that that's, the, that's a large pleasure organ, but the skin is actually the largest. And so starting with the massage, um, and she said that closing your eyes and massaging with the Glow Intimacy Gold Formula number one was so good for folks to just really begin to engage. We have a lot of like, um, warming notes in it so it's not only the coconut oil mct oil we have um let's see i, I can tell you but i'm i feel so cinnamon so it's cinnamon and kava kava and vanilla and peppermint are like the beginning so when you first inhale it it's really really so warming and inviting and then you it, it gives like a little bit of a spice so it helps wake you up and arouse you and so that's mm. like it's a we worked with a scientist who created a scientist who also had a vulva, which was really important for us, you know? Uh -huh. um, and, and whenever people smell it initially, what they love, what they find pleasurable is what they'll attribute to the smell. That's the first thing. So I've had someone be like, I smell chocolate. Is there some chocolatey notes? I'm like, no, but you're smelling something warming and that's really what's like coming back. These mm. positive you know, smell is such a, 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 it helps recall so much memory. So it's yeah. been, it's been interesting. Okay. That was a very long response. <laughs> Essentially. Yes. You can, you can use it for massage um, and as well as stimulation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, that warming sensation, I'm sure. And a mm -hmm. little bit of like blood flow, but like CBD. Oh, absolutely. Also, because of the CBD. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, that is, I think something that's incredibly important for especially vulva owners. 
Um, yeah. I wrote about the benefits of CBD in a couple of my, my columns mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it just has, I don't want to call it like this, you know, like magical thing, but like I'm cannabis products. <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason I think that the pharmaceutical industry, you know, a hundred years ago, tried to make sure that that's, oh, we can have a whole conversation about that. Yeah. Public. But don't worry. They're, they're, they're cashing in now. It's coming. <laughs> it's and, coming. Yeah. Yeah, rather than keep it banned, yeah. they're just cashing in for sure. But of course, CBD, oh, absolutely. CBD has some incredible properties to it. So why was it important for you to include that in your formula? Well, I think um, for 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 me and 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 legally, because we're a brand that sells a CBD product, there's certain things I can't make claims about CBD, you know, even in publicly. So I have to. I always say, what studies have shown or what our our clients have found is that CBD, you know, CBD is a vacillator. So it deepens your, um, if, you know, orgasm is your goal, it deepens your orgasm. It's a relax, it helps you relax. Um, it also can have a slight numbing effect. So for people who might have some pain during sex, it could be helpful too. Um, mm-hmm. And I should note that this is the product. What's been interesting about having a CBD product and it, it can be used medically. So you have pelvic floor therapists who recommend it. You have folks who have uh, just um, finished chemotherapy and they're experiencing some dryness and they need something that is a little bit stronger than an average um, uh, intimacy oil uh, and they purchase it. We, we, it just ranges, but yeah, CBD is like absolutely amazing. And I found it to be really, really a difference. Um, and our testers did as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All of those things. <laughs> I know. I can't, I'm like, and what I cannot do. <laughs> you know. Well, as you talked about with it being like, you know, vasodilator, when you think about the clitoris, like the reason that we get turned on or we kind of get yes. like an ink is because this fills up with blood and yeah, mm-hmm. we, you know, anything you can do to help bring blood flow to the area just makes yeah. things even mm-hmm. better. Yeah, so, absolutely. So for people that maybe aren't struggling with dryness or that aren't, you know, struggling mm-hmm. with their orgasm, that doesn't mean that this can't further enhance it and make it even better. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, I think that, you know, when we, when we talk about it, we don't talk about it from the, because we, we don't want to make a claim that like, Hey, this is going to give you the biggest O in the whole entire world. That's not <laughs> what we're saying. What we're saying is it's like, if you want an and I don't say this slightly elevated experience. If you want something that's a little bit more um, like to enhance your exploration, this is the product for you, you know, mm-hmm. like use this product. Uh, and say, listen, to get to the formula that we got to, we went through three rounds of testing to get to this formula. This is not something that we're just like, okay, let's white label it, let's do it. We tried it at different levels of CBD we um, first started, the first one was 150 milligrams, and then we went to 300, and then we finally landed on 450 milligrams of CBD, and then 25 milligrams of CBN, which is another cannabinoid, um, all legal, all hemp, mm-hmm. um, and, like, that is the one we felt that, you know, the testers felt, the team felt, because everyone tries it, like, it is not something where, like, we're, we're saying, hey, you do it, we use it, too, um, that the testers felt that this is the one that makes the difference, right? And I, it's manufactured in upstate New York. And I literally, I'm not kidding you, flew back from Berlin, Germany 
to New York to make sure that it was right, that we had this like third formula, the one that I loved, because I won't be able to sell, tell, like, sell anything I don't love or right. that other people really don't care about, you know, because it's important. Well, that's that entrepreneur in you, which, you know, that is something I'm, I'm also curious about. I mean, this, this wasn't something that you just started off like as a young adult or right out of college or things like that. You, you lived a life before you founded solo. So what, what was it that was a catalyst for you to start making this shift and to jump into a company that focuses on, on self-pleasure and sexual wellness? Yeah. You know, that's such a, that's such an interesting question because I, I was in wall street before this. I worked on Wall Street. I, you know, have a law and finance background. I am not. It's just for many people, they're like, "What? What are you doing with your time in your life? You're doing this, you know?" Um, but you know, like like many people, I think the pandemic was a moment of transformation and also like great loss. And mm-hmm. what I found was, you know, I was working on Wall Street again, living in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. I was volunteering my time on the weekends but I wanted to do something that was super impactful with my life. Um, I think that I wanted to build a company for women and people with vulvas. Like I'm very, very passionate about women connecting with themselves. And this is just not only through intimate wellness, right? This is also like yoga and meditation, whatever spiritual practice that you have, like loving yourself. Women are literally women and people with vulvas because we don't want to, like we are that, that make sure to include gender inclusive language within our brands. It's extremely yes. important for us. I must note that. Um, and absolutely intentional. And so, but I think that people with vulvas and women, when we are connected, the impact is infinite. It's infinite. We do so much good work in the world, do so much work for communities. And for many of us, pleasure is not modeled. It's just not modeled. Hard work is modeled, but pleasure is not modeled. And I think I can connect that for myself. I can also go back to my women of color feminism classes and like Bell Hooks and Audre Lorde are literally patron saints of the brand. Like Audre Lorde is on the website, like, um, you know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and so, yeah, so it's like, there's a comp, there's a mix of things. I think about um, my, I think about all my life experiences that have led me to this moment. And it just feels like a natural integration of my values, um, of what I'm passionate about, um, of where I, what I think the world needs and where I can show up for the world. Because I think that there are many gifts that people have, right? And many spaces in which you can show up and be an advocate for, but this is my space. This is my space. This is where I'm deciding to put my money where my mouth is and switch my life. So just to go back a little bit, I'll get off my, I feel like I'm on a, um, what do you call it? Like a, like a a soapbox here, but but I am extremely passionate about it. So I was working on wall street. I was living in Berkeley, Brooklyn in August of 2021. I quit my job and I moved to Berlin, Germany, and I started this company and it has been absolute journey, um, a learning curve because I wasn't in retail before, but you know, as with anything that we do, we gather and surround, I have a good board of advisory board of folks who, you know, from gynecologists to brand managers at major companies who have been 
super amazing and generous with their knowledge with me, you know, where we want to take the brand, I can talk about that later, is going to be so much bigger than this beautiful bottle of intimacy oil. This is just where we're starting. Mm -hmm. um, but where we're going to be going is huge. It's huge. Well, yeah. I'm excited too. I, I mean, I'm thank you. I don't know what you can reveal, but also, like, I figured that was part of your your process, especially as you've um, described it as being formula number one. You know, yeah. I knew that that meant that there was probably more things to come. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, can you share any bits of like <laughs> ideas you have? Or I do. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't no, 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 it's fine. I, I, I can totally share um, a little bit about where we're going. I can't share everything, but I can tell you. So formula number two is we were, we were going to do formula number two as scentless. And because we wanted to make sure that we had a product where everyone can use, right? You know, some people are very sensitive to smell. And can I just tell you, Kristen, like we started, we made, we made, we made um, a tester for it. And then it just wasn't the same. Like smell is so, so linked to arousal and to yeah. pleasure. It's so connected that we were like, we can't even do it. So formula number two is not going to be scentless like we thought it was going to be. Formula number two is actually going to be a little bit different botanical. So maybe a little bit like a, a lighter smell. Um, but what we, what we plan on doing just, in, I want to be in everyone's, like, I want it, solo to be synonymous with self-care. I want to be in your bedrooms, okay? Like it is so important that to have really good, high quality products from someone who cares, right? You know, you have many people out there that are, that are sourcing from anywhere, but we do not. Like our product is made in upstate New York with organic hemp. I've been to the, the factory multiple times, like know the people, get to know them, you know, like who's making my stuff. Um, or our stuff, I will say, because I view Solo yeah. as a community brand. It is not, not only mine. It's, it's a community baby. It's raised in the community. So, so yeah, I mean, so that's for format. And then we're going to be wanting, we're looking into bath stuff. Scents are really important. There's an a amazing Roman therapist here in Berlin who I want to do a, um, a collaboration with on scent. She's oh. fantastic. And when I say, like, brilliant, just simply brilliant. Um, so, really, that's, it's, we want to be able to expand what self-pleasure is, right? So not only is it about your vulva stimulation, it's also about how you are pleasuring in general. How are you bathing? It's creating tools which help you be intentional in your self-care. Um, I mean, I have dreams for having solo sheets, okay? Like I want to be lying on the bed. So yeah, I mean, there's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a going to be a journey and I'm very excited to be on it. And I feel very, very blessed and thankful to have this opportunity to create just products that people love, that I love, that are connected to um, healing and happiness and joy. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome. So formula number two, we'll see. It'll, it'll, it'll probably, I, I will say we'll probably do, um, maybe the bath stuff next, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Formula number two is still in the works. We're still trying to find a combination. Formula number one took some time, you know, to get this like mix of botanicals and the yeah. right amount. So, yeah. And it's better, it's better to do it right. And like you say, put out a product that even you would want to use. Like, oh, absolutely. Plenty of people out there trying to capitalize on sexual health and wellness and don't know a thing <laughs> about it's it or like, wouldn't use it themselves. Oh, a hundred percent. 
It's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute, so stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. And you know what's going to be interesting? Because I do think that within the next, you know how yoga, like in the, if you were around in the 90s, for instance, right? Because um, you talked about, I'm not, I'm, it's, it's not my first, I'm, 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 in, I'm in my 40s now. Um, and so... Same. <laughs> it's so hard to say it. Like, I'm like, this is going to be report- recorded for everything. There's like nothing wrong with that. But, you know, um, in the 90s, if you practice yoga or meditation or were a vegetarian or especially if you were a vegan, people are like, what the heck is going on with you, right? And so now it's completely normalized. Everyone is practicing yoga. Everyone is meditating. Everyone is doing all these things. Self-pleasure and intimate wellness is going to become so mainstream, it will be nothing. And this is going to be like in the next five to 10 years, you can already see the needle shifting. Um, And now that you have these big brands and celebrity brands, Christina Aguilera just came out with something recently. I I mean, Mm -hmm. did you see that? It's like, Christina, what? Okay, welcome, 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 welcome. Yeah, Yeah. Totally. So it's, and, it's and, going to be normalized. I'm very excited to, for that evolution and shift. I'm here for it too. I'm here for it yeah. too. <laughs> I, I look forward to the day where I don't actually have to teach people about self-pleasure because yes. it was either part of their curriculum, it was mm-hmm. easy for them to find information and to access mm-hmm. instruction mm-hmm. or guidance or tips that were yes. actually, you know, factual based <laughs> they're based in science yeah. um, that they work with people who help them learn and explore to the point where i make myself obsolete mm-hmm. i would love that yeah um you know i do see things going more and more mainstream absolutely mm-hmm. um you know it used to be here even in the united states you had to go to that specialty store obviously online oh, made it easy to start yeah. buying toys and now you can go to target and walmart and get them which <laughs> i find fabulous me too. I do. I'm all for it. I'm a hundred percent all for it. In terms of the, for your clientele, for people who are getting over um, their own narratives, like the internal narratives in which they were raised with, what are some of the tools that you use? I'd be very interested to know. Well, like I meant, we kind of talked about it a moment ago, that, that pleasure mapping, you know, yeah. that self-exploration practice where mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. focused on an orgasm. It's not even necessarily focused on your genitals, but it's mm-hmm. focused on exploring your body. Um, that could be in the mm-hmm. shower and just learning to feel mm-hmm. what that water actually feels like going over your skin, not just mm-hmm. go through the motions. Um, again, yeah. it can be, uh, oh, I've got an eye gazing practice with your partner. Ooh, it can be a real nice beginning to, to try to open yourself up to exploring, to intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a great book that I absolutely love, especially for vulva owners who don't either understand their vulva as well as they could, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just have never really explored their vulva. Um, but Becoming Clitorate by Dr. Lori Mintz Ooh, is a I fabulous book. I, I love, okay. I, I reread it because I read it when I was doing uh-huh. my, my coaching practicum and stuff. Um, uh-huh. But I reread it recently and I even reached out to her on Instagram and was like, I just have to tell you how much I love your book. And Great. it actually has some practices in there walking uh-huh. the reader through getting in touch with their body and getting in touch with Excellent. their vulva. 
And and then yeah. again, it's not about masturbation. It's not about the orgasm. It's just about yeah. understanding how things feel and how it works. Mm-hmm. What you like. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, there's, I think that one of the things that we're interested in doing, if you have any other book recommendations, let me know, is we want to start, you know, creating a list of books that we love, that have taught us um, as a team, but also that would be really good resources for folks, you know, because mm-hmm. it starts there. And, and, and I will say that our website, our branding is very intentionally looks like beauty. We want you, want it to be an approachable open space for you to come and explore. Because when you have all these, like these narratives, right, that you're raised with, um, when you see an image or something that might be a little bit too much, it could turn you, it could shut you down and you can turn away. Um, mm-hmm. So we wanted to, you know, create something a little bit more um, approachable. That's the word I'll use for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. approachable for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the part of that is, so please send me all your recommendations, all of it. And I would love, love, love to share it with our followers. Um, and then also maybe do something on, on the website. I think we're going to add something after that. Because yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I could yeah. be happy to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that brings us to, I mean, yes, you just asked me a question, but that brings us to our last segment, which is ask coach Kristen anything, which is your chance to either ask me a question that you would like the answer to ask for Mm. a friend, or maybe I can help just provide a little bit more information or context to a recent conversation you and friends or colleagues have had. So what have you got for me today, Kaya? That's really good. That is really good. Okay. I have um, a couple of things that I I'll I'll have, I'll recount some questions that I, I received because as you know, I am constantly receiving questions and I have to explain to people, I'm, I'm not trained to be a sexologist, but I am more than happy to connect with sexologists. And I am in the beautiful company of sexologists all the time and sexualism. Also. Yeah. So, um, but one of the common questions uh, that I have is one where you have partners, and this isn't a solo sex question, but where you have partners who are have different libidos, right? And what can you do? Is there a way that they could ever meet? you know, um, or is it always going to be one partner has a higher level than one, or is even a point for it to meet, or do they exit the relationship? So is that enough to say, you know, we aren't Mm -hmm. compatible, we need to exit, or alternatively, I want to go seek another human being who might be more compatible. So yeah, yeah, let me know about that. That's a question I get. I think that everything that you said right there are all absolutely viable options. You know, like, yes, you do have to look at, is this a situation where both of us are willing to do work to make this better? Because you Mm -hmm. may have one person who's like, I'm fine. I I don't want to change. I don't want to meet you in the middle. And and if you cannot Mm -hmm. meet in the middle on this issue in particular with your partner, Mm -hmm. there's, there's no point in one, the other person trying to work on it alone. Um, really what, Long-term success looks like uh, is typically the higher libido person coming down to meet the lower libido person where they're at and then together Mm -hmm. start working incrementally to have more and more, you know, sexy time. We can't just say it's Mm -hmm. about intercourse. That's also a thing too. Perhaps that higher libido person is simply saying, I want intercourse and they're completely missing all the things that that lower libido person needs to feel connected 
and to have Mm -hmm. intimacy, to want to have intercourse. Mm -hmm. So it can also be about a conversation where it's redefining what does sex, what does sexual touch, what does eroticism and sensuality, all of that stuff look like for you too. It can also be that the lower libido person shut down because the higher libido person's kind of an asshole, doesn't mm, participate mm-hmm. in their life, doesn't participate yeah. in their home, just expects like sex, food, and you know, show up when I need you, but they're not actually participating in building a life together. So there's nothing enticing there for this lower libido person to want to give themselves to the other person because they're not being met mm-hmm. with their other needs. So... Um, there is another book I will mention at this point, Matthew Frey's, this is how your marriage ends. I had the hardest time getting people to read this goddamn book because on the one (laughs) hand, people who don't want their marriage to end are afraid of that main title. But Uh the subtitle of it is basically, I think something to the effect of like how, how to save your marriage. So the people who are already Mm -hmm. done and are just wanting to read the book for validation, don't want to give their partner like any hope that oh oh, if you read this book it might save your marriage but the point of the book is from a man's perspective trying to help Mm -hmm. especially other men understand all the crap that they do to diminish their partner's spirit to Mm. push them away to Mm. you know not really participate in what true intimacy looks like Mm -hmm. you know intimacy is a dance where it's it's you're both giving you're both receiving and a lot of men have not been given the proper socialization or training or information that they need to recognize what intimacy is like, especially for their, their female partner or their vulva-owning mm-hmm. partner. So this mm-hmm. is especially important in cis-heterosexual mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that's not to say that you know a difference in libido can't happen for gay men or lesbian couples yeah. or non-binary yeah. couples. Like, yeah. it, ha- it can yeah. happen to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um. But again, no matter what your gender identity is or what your partner's gender identity mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. when there is a difference in libido, I think you've got to look at like mindset stuff. You do have to look mm-hmm. at body and body image and all that yeah. stuff. And yeah. Yeah. then maybe you've also got to look at some either social or spiritual hangups that might be yeah. blocking the two of you from really connecting. Because that's really yeah. what's, what's going on here. If one of you wants to have sex and the other one doesn't, mm-hmm. something is amiss in that connection. And it probably is mm-hmm. not just going to be about trying to schedule sex or yeah. prioritizing, you know, mm-hmm. sexy time. It's going to be a more robust and, um, how should I put it? It's going to be a more robust approach. It's going to be multifaceted as well. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I like that. It's not just one cookie cutter size fits all. Another group of our customers are women who are going through menopause. And clearly they use glow because they're they're experiencing less dryness because it is also a moisturizer as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you can just, it helps, helps (laughs) a great deal. And so, you know, I, I, I find that a lot of women who are going through this stage in life who've come to me, women and people of both, typically people who identify as women, are talking to me about um, this stage of life and how you really can just not want to be touched at this stage in life. And how do you navigate the, the, all these hormonal changes? Like you're literally going through a, 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 you know, a, a process of moving from this to this and your body is changing 
So how do you stay connected to yourself as you're going through this process and to yourself as a, per, a, a sexual person? I think it's important to recognize that you will have to adjust your approach as you age. That the things mm-hmm. that you did when you were 20 are probably not the things you want to do in bed when you're 30. And it's probably not the things you want to do when you're 50. You know, when you were 30 and yeah. you were super in love, maybe you wanted to be all cuddled up in bed. And then when you're 55 mm-hmm. and you're going through, or even 40, 45, you can, you know, go through menopause yeah, or pre-menopause earlier than that. Or maybe you have hysterectomy like I did and yeah, start getting yeah, those hot yeah. flashes sooner. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I know right now I'm, I'm experiencing that where there's times where I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so hot. Please just move to the other side of the bed. Like I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that there's an important point of being conscientious about our language and mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying like we need to coddle our partners and and mm-hmm. be nice to them when we're telling them like get the fuck off me I'm too hot mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also saying I'm having a hot flash I need just a little bit more space is going to be received a lot better than like oh god could you just get on your side of the bed yeah so, yeah exactly. you know like be careful about the tone and what you're using mm-hmm. because like I'm not saying you need to be like flowery and lovey when you're feeling that sensation but you also like think about for yourself too to 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 reside mm-hmm. in that like constant because that's something that a lot of people talk about is I feel I feel angry I feel tense I feel like mm-hmm. things just aren't what they used to be I, they feel mm-hmm. agitated and so many mm-hmm. even peers of mine who have talked about they're watching their mothers go through menopause and be like yeah. God we've barely survived as a family with getting through my mom's menopause but then once she was <laughs> through it everything was golden again she was back to her mm-hmm. sweet self <laughs> so there is a lot of stuff that goes on in our bodies that we have no control over with those yeah. hormonal shifts so a little bit of grace for yourself and for your partner during that mm-hmm. time really really important mm-hmm. if you feel like you need to get some sort of a pharmacological solution whether that's bioidentical hormones or mm-hmm. something like no no shade like do what you got to do um, mm-hmm. That's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just trying to understand, maybe you've got to go through some experimentation right now to relearn who you yeah. are, what you like, and what your body um, mm. feels you know, good with. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Your, your, your body is going to shift. Your clitoris keeps growing. Like mm-hmm. There's all sorts of things that people just don't understand about yeah. themselves even yeah. going into menopause. So yeah. yeah. then once things start shifting and you feel like you maybe had some things figured out, it's all like new again. So I guess embrace mm-hmm. the newness as part of it. Embrace the shifts, embrace the changes because the more you resist that stuff, like all that's doing yeah. is holding you back from being present For sure. and For enjoying. And pleasure is all about presence. Right? It's yes, hard to experience it pleasure when you're thinking yes. about the past, yes. worrying about the future. Pleasure is mm-hmm. all tied to presence. So embrace the present while you're at it. I love that. I love that. I love that so much. Embrace the present. Thank you. That is good. Pleasure is about presence. We might have to grab that. That's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, Kaya, this has been a wonderful conversation yes. today. And of course, I want people to be able to find you. Um, just to let the listeners know, too, you can check the show notes. You will find a link there to yes. try Glow Intimacy Oil Number One yourself. So, yeah, um, and get a discount. 
and get a discount. And also, I just want to say this really quickly. We are in a pre-sale event, um, and purchase glow and seal formula number one what you do get is you get a free gift and your free gift is a meditation by my by me i'm the one that does a guided meditation and then also a beautiful workshop by marla renee stewart who we all know is a fabulous fantastic sexologist and i'm so glad she agreed to do this and where she teaches you how to the optimal way to use um glow intimacy oil formula number one and you get 10 percent off of her store so all these little goodies, if you do buy pre-sale, um, we love the product, it's a great product. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time, I really do. Absolutely, absolutely. Who's my guy? Yeah. yeah. And Yay. can they find you on social media as well? Oh yes, where they can find me on social media, yes. Um, you can find us on Instagram at mysoloislove, so that's mysoloislove. Solo is a very popular name, so we just can find solo.com. So my solo is love um, is our Instagram handle. You can also find us on uh, our website at www.mysoloislove.com. But Instagram is our main way that we keep, we, we, we nurture our community. Whole Instagram series um, with uh, different sexologists, gynecologists, pelvic floor therapists, the pleasure specialists, like all of this. So we try to have a new person um, we're going to be doing a new person every Friday. So yes, if you want to tune into that, that'd be great. Yeah. Wonderful. Love it. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank I you. We have again. to do the reverse, Bye. Kristen. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you again so much for being my guest today on Keep Them Coming. And I wish you all the success in the world. Thank you. I appreciate your time. And thank you for your thoughtful questions and just learning about me and the brand. Yeah. yeah. Sending you guys lots of light and love for sure. And pleasure. And pleasure. Oh, always pleasure. Always pleasure. Take care. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. And check the show notes for stuff we talked about during the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, and TikTok. But visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my safe for work or not safe for work email list, which I call the Dirty Bird. If you want less censored content about sex and relationships and want to know what I'm up to, please subscribe to that list. Send me an email, Kristen at Open the Doors Coaching, if you have a question, want to book a session, or want more information on my upcoming workshops. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.